welcome to another episode of the Strong Family Project podcast. If you're watching on the YouTubes, you'll notice that I will be looking at my phone slightly because we've lost our video director, Logan, to making mac and cheese, that I'm in charge of the camera angles, and that's powered by my phone. So not zoning out, I am actually dialing in extra and multitasking on today's episode, which is going to be about one of my favorite sayings that I picked out of the hiking world that I've ever heard. Mel Redison. Oh, you left him hanging there, by the way. Well, welcome back to the Strong Family Project podcast, where we guide you on the path to raising confident, independent, and resilient children in a strong family environment. Mel, that's what they call foreshadowing in literature. <laughs> oh, where I, I was just a, excited about you saying it. Give them a bite. Henry told us that cliffhangers are key. Yeah, that's true. Our, uh, now our technical director, that's Logan, our editor and producer, Henry, told us that cliffhangers are key. So I gave him a little cliffhanger. Uh, today I'm going to share with you the most important saying that I learned from a hiking sign. And we'll do that in just a minute. <laughs> yeah, Henry says if books don't have cliffhangers, they're garbage. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so I guess same with podcasts and each episode we look to improve speaking of improving this is let me just go over the real quick summary if you're dropping in in this first episode we're going to have our full length episodes which are usually 30 to 40 minutes unless we get chatting too long then we have our 10 minute Tuesdays which is today's episode so we're going to get right to the point and share something small and actionable with you maybe a little story maybe a little Q&A those will typically go on Tuesday Although some of them have run a little long, I don't think people have minded because we've gone a little bit in depth. If you get frustrated that 10-minute Tuesdays have actually been 17 minutes or 18 minutes, just press stop after 10 minutes. <laughs> which leads me to the hiking sign, which says, you are your own rescuer. Mm, powerful. I came across it on a hiking trail in Colorado. We went to the trailhead. We had a bunch of bullet points on it about, hey, if you continue past this point, you may experience these things, high altitude sickness, winter weather rolling in unexpectedly. And it said very clearly in bold letters, you are your own rescuer at the bottom. And the reason why they say that is because you need to do a gut check before you go into a hard situation on whether you can get yourself out of it, through it safely or not. And the, the other side of that and how it relates to family life is if you put yourself in that situation and you're not prepared or ready, how many people are going to be in danger because of you because they need to come rescue you? You are an important element to everything in, in your family life. You don't want to be a liability in those situations. You need to up your skills so that when things happen, when kids throw up in weird places underneath the couch cushion and put it down or something like that, like, hey, you have to be able to calmly handle it. Kid comes in with a, a finger that's crooked, you need to be able to calmly handle it. There's, you have to have the mindset that you need to adapt the skills or adopt the skills that you are your own rescuer. You can solve those situations. And by being reliant on external sources, yes, they do come in handy. Those are complementary to your own skill set. I'm not saying go live by yourself and solve every problem by yourself. However, you are your biggest assets. People in your family should also be assets, not liabilities, because you're teaching them skills to live. And if they are able to adopt that mindset, everyone gets elevated instead of you putting everyone in danger. And one of our family values is being is having personal development and always learning. So just because we graduated school doesn't mean we're done learning. We're always trying to learn more. And as we have 
recognize with parenting, it is skills. So we're always trying to improve our skills as parents. So when it comes to the be your own rescuer, you can be a rescuer of yourself, the more skilled you are. So I think it's taking on that mindset of always trying to find new skills and sharpening skills and not just thinking that, well, I'm an adult now, I don't have to learn anything else. We're talking like out in the woods, hiking stuff. This is similar to family life. Like it, family life doesn't usually happen as acutely as you're stuck in the woods, go solve it. Mm-hmm. However, it does kind of happen like that in a lot of situations. There's you, perhaps you and your spouse, some kids. You got to figure out family life. Like the, you are the key component. And if you internalize it and take ownership over that, you are more likely to elevate yourself. For sure. And and this is even skills for kids. So we we now have a 5, 11, and 13-year-old, and we do trust the older ones to take care of the younger so we can go for a walk or go out to dinner or something. And this is kind of a you are your own rescuer because we do leave them a phone, like their lifeline if they really need us. But they're, they're capable. We've taught them the skills of cooking dinner for themselves, of you know being able to do things around the house while we're not here and be safe. So we can trust that they are their own rescuer to a degree. We taught the emergency action plan. If this goes wrong, here's where you go to get help. That's all structured and that helps it be possible for a family. So I want to make sure that intentionality is highlighted here. Well, yeah, like you, people teach their kid how to dial 911, right? That's being able to know what to do in a situation. And of course, 911, you're depending on someone else to help you. But it's situation. It's just giving the kids the skills so that they can feel confident in their ability to be a rescuer, to be a problem solver. I'm going to give you a wild situation that you may or may not be comfortable with doing with your family because the outcome can be kind of heavy to, to realize. And this is all, all family stuff. So you and your spouse can go out, set it up, have someone come to the door and knock on it. And again, it's a setup and see if the kids will let them into the house. Have you taught them what to do when someone comes to the door? They come, Hey, it's the cable person. I just want to check the TV. Are your kids going to open the door and let a stranger into the house? Yes or no. I don't know. I hope, I hope not, but something incredibly memorable would you be to, for you to set up that in a safe environment because it's a setup to see what happens. That's a good point. We need to do that. It's, it's scary because you, you have to face the reality that they may not be prepared the way you think they are. And that's okay. You got to face that reality. Right. You don't really know what skill set you have until you're tested. Right? So sometimes doing a test like that in a safe, controlled way will kind of show you what you need to work on. I remember growing up, my dad, we had a fire, fire plant. So if the house ever caught fire, we would know what to do. So my bedroom, there was just a window and then the deck below. So basically, I would have to potentially climb out that window and just drop to the deck. My sister's window had a little roof above the deck. Oh, nice. (laughs) Luxurious escape. I know. Geez, I picked the wrong room. So she she would be able to climb out and kind of lower herself off the roof. Now, he actually told us, would you like to go out and climb on the roof? And I think I did it. And I think I'm really glad that I did it because, well, I think I did, because it kind of got me to dip my toe in so that if it, he wasn't like climbed to the edge and jumped down, he's just like, just go out there so you know what it's like. So that if you're in a situation, you know exactly what to do instead of just sitting in your room or hiding or whatever. So that's a real typical thing, teaching kids what to do if there's a fire. But the fact that he was able to encourage us to actually go out and try it, 
is you know credit to him for having the the skill set as a parent to be able to do that in a safe way we weren't doing anything crazy but kind of dipped our foot in so we would know this is exactly what we could do and that we could do it we had the confidence to do it that's a great example and somewhere with the kids like i taught them how to move a vehicle like forward backwards at like eight nine ten years old i don't know how old maybe nine henry was we had him drive around a circle like if there's a situation where and we you know try to teach skills and like do some car work let's say i'm underneath the car and it squished i'm like hey i need this car moved now and no one else is around well if they have no concept of how to move a vehicle 10 feet like that's a skill something that has to be taught fire plan skill has to be taught it doesn't have to be as high stakes environment on an episode recently we were chatting about when a child asks for something like hey can you fill my water rescue yourself (laughs) save yourself you thirsty save yourself yeah and you can start using that verbiage so that they become more self-confident because they know that they can save themselves and that's incredibly powerful for a child to realize in a safe environment because you're there but you're starting to use that and very resilient that if the crapola hits the fan they are confident that they can rescue themselves and so there's one other story on this i want to share i was at el paso county search and rescue education session because i wanted to learn some more skills to bring back to the family they would talk about people who would constantly give them phone calls they're up on pike's peak and they are stuck and so the first question they would ask them is how long did it take you to get up there and they'll say like eight or nine hours They'll say, okay, well, I hope you understand that it would also take us eight or nine hours to get to you. And they just think that these people are dropping out of the sky, like in the movies on rope swings and save them. And once they realize that, like, oh, it's going to be another eight or nine hours, you know what? I am going to just walk back down then. (laughs) And they were saying that the majority of people will then rescue themselves once they realize that that mythical superhero isn't going to come flying out of the sky they have to deal with reality and the reality is if it took you eight or nine hours we need to mobilize and get up there and potentially carry you out it's probably going to even take longer than that yeah with all the equipment and everything too so yeah just having the right information to be able to make it a good decision i think i guess that's really really pivotal right information right mindset that's it for a 10 minute tuesday because i have the the graphics today that i know we're at 10 41 right now mel Final words. Well, just to review, be your own rescuer. Have the skills so that you can rely on yourself to get yourself out of situations that are difficult. Who's in charge of saving your family life and setting its course and the direction that you want to go? You are. You are your own rescuer. Adopt that mindset and it can be very powerful for you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Strong Family Project podcast. Get yourself over to the website and download the path already. Strong. Can't say that enough. I'm sick of just, oh, we have everything for you. Yeah, part of being your own rescuer is using the resources you have. And we have an amazing one called the seven elements of the strong family path and exactly how we would implement it, all provided free for you. At the end of the day, though, you're in charge of being your own rescuer. Download it, start putting it in action, ask questions if you have them. That is a powerful skill of solving things yourself. And your family and your leadership will immensely improve. Talk to you on the next episode. 